Hey guys. What up? So, welcome to the first episode of our new series called At Least We Tried. Oh, don't worry. Oh, it's okay. Well, it's good. Good luck next time. Great job. At least we tried. So this is our new series. It's our summer series, and we're really excited about it. Very excited. So just to give you a little context about what this series is, Liz and I are going to be trying a bunch of different things throughout the summer, and we're going to be talking about them. And they're going to be things that we probably wouldn't have tried without this podcast existing. Yeah. So basically, kind of like a summer bucket list. Everything mm-hmm. we've ever wanted to do, ever. Not really, but at least some things. I think a lot of the things we're going to be doing are things, at least that I've wanted to do for a while, but I struggle with trying new things because my embarrassment level is like insane. And I also have anxiety, so that doesn't help. When I try something new and I'm bad at it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should just die. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. Yeah, I think we were talking about it. Like, if I'm not perfect at the first go, then, like, what am I doing? Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I think that's, like, the main reason we're doing this is because, like, it's helping us come out of our comfort zone a bit. Not going to spoil what I did for my activity this episode yet, but... In my activity, I did mess up a couple times in what I was doing, and I just, like, fixed what I was doing wrong and moved on with my activity. And I feel like that kind of, I guess, connects back to, like, the point of why we're doing it is, like, it's fun to try things even if you're not good at them at first. And doing these things through the podcast is making me realize that I have to find comfort in just, like, trying things without the pressure of being perfect. Yeah, for sure. I also don't want to spoil what I did yet, but this is something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. And also, yeah, like, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I'm going to look stupid or whatever, or like, I could literally die. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like even though I did look kind of funny, I have a video, which we'll probably post, but (laughs) I do look kind of funny, but I'm like, hey man, at least I can do it. Like, I can finally do this thing that I've been wanting to do for forever. And yeah, it literally is like, hey, at least you tried. You know, because I don't know. And even like trying means you're better than you were like a day ago because a day ago you couldn't even or maybe you could, but like you weren't even doing it in the first place. So it's like one baby step, which is nice. I didn't even think about it like that, but it warms my heart that you phrased it in that way. Thank you. Yeah. Also would like to say that I'm very proud of you for doing your activity. Thanks. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. The audience is probably on their toes. They're like, oh my gosh, what did you do? <laughs> I know. They probably think it's like skydiving. but Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Next episode? But yeah, so the theme of this episode is Liz and Dacia go offline. And so hijinks ensue because of going offline. I guess, I don't know. Should we reveal what we did? I think we should. Okay. You go first. (laughs) I decided to do a 6 a.m. yoga class because it was International Day of Yoga. There was a free yoga class happening in my hometown, and I just thought it would be cool. And I also never wake up early. So I was like, this will push me to wake up early. And it did. 
and we'll get into how I felt about that later. Cool. Um, I did swimming. I finally learned how to swim. And for all of my non-swimmers out there, this is for you. I know some of y'all probably know how to swim, especially since this is like outdoorsy mag, very anti-drift of me. But now I finally know. Um, And yeah, I've been wanting to learn for forever. I'm like, finally 21 now. I don't know. I guess it's just really cool. I took swimming classes in sixth grade, but not sixth grade. Oh my God. First grade, I was six. And obviously they didn't go too well. I couldn't get past like the second stage (laughs) just because I would like panic really bad. Um, And my sister, she like advanced to like the fourth stage or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I hate you. But I think also because my sister wasn't there, like, I don't know, I guess I had some separation anxiety. Um, So it's like kind of hard for me to get past but yeah now now I'm here also I have a funny story about that actually one time I hate myself for this but one time there was a summer and there was like this music shop and they had free violin classes it was literally free you didn't have to do anything just show up and I only went to one class because (laughs) um my sister was going before me and then my mom was like oh like you should go too I think it was also six in first grade not a good year, I guess. But yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And so we went, but then we were sitting together and then the instructor was like, oh, she was telling my sister, like, come to the front. And I was in the back and I was like, I just started crying. I was like, don't go. I was like freaking out. And that was, that was it. I didn't even hold the thing <laughs> because it was like at the beginning of class. So yeah, maybe one day I'll play violin because I'm so mad at myself for that because I could have been playing violin. Yeah, because they were free classes. It was literally free. Yeah, but also that's, like, so me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I cannot do anything without an emotional support human being with me. Yeah. I freak out. I panic. I, like, chihuahua moment, like, <laughs> tail in between legs, you know? No, literally. Also, when you were talking about how you took swimming lessons, but you couldn't get past the second level, first of all, what was the first level of that class? Because I never took swimming lessons, so mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what their approach is or anything. Like, so can you just, like, tell us? Yeah, good question. Um, well, these were also free, so that was cool. The first stage, it was just, like, blowing bubbles and, like, putting your head underwater, you know, to make sure you don't die. And then the second stage, it was, like, what they called it was, like, a mermaid swim, or at least that's... I don't know if they called it, actually. I just think I thought of it like that. And you just, like, put your hands one over the other like that (laughs) um and then you just kind of like push off and like glide I guess and yeah that's that's it and then I think the third stage it was like some other type of swim and then fourth was like the butterfly style um so I never got there I don't know why I just like didn't advance there was also you would float on your back and that would freak me out it still kind of freaks me out I didn't get that far but it just I just feel like I'm literally gonna drown like I don't like it like I don't know just scares me that's, like, one of the only things I can do in the water. Really? Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I don't know. I feel like I don't have any control, you know? It is a little odd because you can't hear anything because your ears are under the water and you're like, I'm not real in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I wouldn't have passed the first level, like, even at this stage <laughs> in my life. <laughs> because, Why? okay, this is really bad. <laughs> so, please, no judgment. But I'm expecting judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Okay. So, you know how a lot of people get the ick from different 
things that people do. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest icks that I've seen online is people say, OMG, when someone jumps in the pool and they hold their nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I am that person. You hold your nose or you get the ick from people holding the nose? No, I hold my nose. Okay. Me too. Me too. Okay. I feel safe. Yeah. This is a safe, <laughs> safe space. Yeah. Okay. Good. What I'm, else am I? What else are you supposed to do? Like, if I go under the water, I'm holding my nose. Like, I'm sorry. But I don't know why my body has this reaction where if I don't hold my nose and I go under the water, I'm like, I should breathe right now. (laughs) And then water goes in my nose and Mm -hmm. then I'm in pain. And yeah. That's so fair. I feel like even if you're not like breathing, maybe I'm just not doing it right. But I feel like even if you're not like inhaling through your nose, you're still going to get water. Like you're literally pushing your face down into water like how do you not get water in your nose yeah so just wanted to say that I wouldn't have passed that level because I still do that as a grown adult today that's okay totally totally valid you do what you gotta do thank you also I'm thinking think back this is kind of funny maybe I just didn't get past the second stage because there was this swimming instructor I was like again probably six years old at the time and I had a crush on the swimming instructor so maybe I just wanted to stay around (laughs) But, yeah. Another thing I was going to bring up, which I've talked to you about before, is that every person I've ever known to take swimming lessons, they don't know how to swim. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. I feel like the people that know how to swim are the ones whose families would just grab them and throw them in the deep end, and they're like, you either live or you drown right now. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, because that also happened. Like, I was also thrown in the pool, but I just freaked out. Like, I just did not. You just sank to the bottom. Exactly. I could have died, you know, again. I actually did almost drown one time. Um, I can tell that story later, but I don't know. I guess it just had to be the right the right moment, right time, which we'll talk about later. But So, a part of our episode, besides our events, was that we had to go offline which meant we couldn't use our phones or any technology at all for as long as we could. So should we get into that? We should. We should. Should we talk about how it went or? Yes. Okay. It went bad. It went bad. It went bad. (laughs) So, okay. I guess I'll go first. I did my yoga, as y'all know, at 6 a.m., which mean I had, which I cannot talk right now, which means I had to wake up at 5 a.m. to get ready for yoga. So I couldn't use my phone, no music, no YouTube, anything to get ready. I drove to the place in silence. And then after yoga, I got- you didn't even listen to the radio? Would that have counted? I did listen to the radio, but it was like rolling in the deep by Adele and replay. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't really count it, you know? Fair. Yeah. So after yoga, went home, I read a book. If anyone's wondering, I've been reading The People We Meet on Vacation, which I've heard isn't that good. And it's People Stand Corrected. It's not that good. But I wanted to finish it because I'm halfway through. So I was reading that while I made breakfast, read that for like four hours. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, I have nothing to do. I didn't have any puzzles. Mm -hmm. It was like 108 degrees outside. So I couldn't go outside. And... My sister was sleeping, so I was suffering. And then I was laying in bed, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. And so I don't know what time I texted you, but I texted you, and I was like, I give up. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this can't be my life anymore. 
Yeah, I think it was like, it was around 1.30 or 2, if I remember correct. Yeah, 2 p.m. So from 5 <laughs> to 2 p.m. is how long I lasted, which I think is pretty good. That is pretty good. I think it was like eight hours. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So I think I would have done better had I woken up at my usual time at like 10 a.m. How did you feel, I guess, when you weren't on your phone? Was it relaxing, rejuvenating, or was it like, oh, my God? Honestly, I don't even, like, care about my phone. The only thing I care about is YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) which is so lame. But I swear that's what broke me. Like, that's what—I was, like, itching because I was, like, I need to watch the new, like— smosh video oh my god that's so funny and so that's why i broke like as soon as i texted you remember you texted me and you were like girl go to the store or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm watching youtube (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny decision was already made when you texted oh for sure before i texted yeah i was like like craving to watch a youtube video (laughs) it was bad I am the definition of iPad baby. Oh my god, that's so funny. Literally, someone could delete all the apps off my phone, even the messaging app, just leave YouTube on there, and I'm good. <laughs> like, That's so funny. Yeah, so I think I was relaxed most of the time until I was eating my breakfast, and I was like, what do you mean I have to sit here in silence? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody was there to talk to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was, like, reading my book while I was eating breakfast, and I was like, I don't like this. And then when lunchtime was about to happen, that's when I was like, I can't do this. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot imagine another meal today without YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is so embarrassing to say that. No, that's funny. Um, that's funny that you mentioned that because I also, like, always watch something while I eat. Unless I'm, like, I guess with friends somewhere. But I was, like, watching YouTube or something, and there was something funny. And so I laughed out loud. And I was like, damn, like, (laughs) this just sounds stupid. Just, like, laughing to myself. And then I was laughing because I was laughing to myself. And I was like, damn, if, like, someone was watching me right now, I'd be so embarrassed. Because I'm just... (laughs) No. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I wonder if my, like, neighbors can hear me. Because the walls aren't super thin, but sometimes I can hear them. But I know they have roommates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do, do they know I, do they know I'm alone? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, they don't know if you have people over or anything. True. So true. But also, what kind of psychopath watches a TV show and doesn't laugh? True. I, yeah, that's more concerning, honestly. Yeah. So that's how my offline, no technology situation went. But I'm kind of proud of myself for eight hours. Yeah, definitely. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. So how did yours go? Well, mine also went really bad. From the moment I woke up, it was really bad. Because I woke up and I was like, damn, like I can't even scroll through like Twitter or Instagram or anything because that's what I do right when I wake up. And sometimes I try. I'm like, okay, let me just wait five minutes and then I'll get on. But yeah, I was like, okay, I can't do anything. But my sister texted me and it was about like something for my birthday. So I was like, okay, I feel like I have to respond Also, I guess I should have told my family that I was doing it, but I didn't. And 
Yeah. So she was texting me and I was like, I have to respond. So I responded and I was like, okay, I'm just texting. Like, that's it. You know, like, that's all I'm going to do if I allow myself to have the phone. But then it was the Thursday. The week we did it was the week of the whole submersible thing. So that Thursday was when they announced if they're alive, the air is going to go out in like in the morning. And so it was Thursday morning and I was like, ooh, like wonder what happened and then that was a day that we found out that it imploded and I was like I have to pay attention you know like I want to know what's going on like I don't know I feel like there's so many things like the news just happened so fast it's like hard to catch up and so I was like okay I have to I have to know I have to know and so I got on CNN and I was like okay this is it it's just the news not bad you know not bad not bad but then I was like I have to see what's what Twitter is saying you know like it's just I don't know the <laughs> so, snowball effect. Yeah, it was it was bad because um, I wanted to see. Yeah, like I don't know. Twitter is the place to go when you have when something happens, and not necessarily for good hard news, but what what's society saying? You know. So yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, I have to like actually get off my phone, and so it must have been let's just say five, five to ten. I was like, I'll be off my phone. You know, let me not do anything. But I went to go to Target to get a new swimsuit because I didn't like the one I had. And I didn't remember my size. And I have it on my phone. So I was like, I have to look. I have to look. And, um, yeah, I got on my phone then. And then I think there was, like, another time I went on my phone. Oh, there was this guy on Quad. And he had, like, this sign. And it said, like, vote for me to meet Tony Parker. And it had a QR code. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> and so I scanned it. I don't even know if he won because it was like the last day. But I don't know if he won. So I used my phone for that. Yeah. I didn't use it as much, but I used it, you know, more than I should have. So, yeah. But the times I didn't use it, like I didn't use it for breakfast. And it was kind of weird just like eating in silence, eating my toast in silence. But it was kind of nice to figure out what other things I could do that didn't involve my phone. So I worked on my bullet journal. I read a book. I'm reading the song. Is it the song of Achilles or son of Achilles? I don't remember. I think it's song. And that one's pretty good. And then I took a nap sometime in between there. So I don't know if that counts. But yeah, basically didn't go well. It's just hard. I feel like it's so hard to be off your phone today, you know, like also too, I think I got like a work email from whatever, like stuff about things you know like important things I have to respond to so it's like I sometimes like you can't not be on your phone you know I guess when you do like a no phone challenge because you have like actual important things so yeah or it's just like you can miss so much in like not being on your phone in one day like there's always those memes of like like on Twitter I don't know there's so many layers to certain jokes it's like if you weren't on Twitter that one day you're you, you probably won't get it you know so it's a lot harder now than I imagine it would have been, like, even, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Especially for things like Twitter. Because Twitter is the place to go for anything, like, like you were saying, not hard news. Mm-hmm. But if you need to know something, like, right in that moment, you go to Twitter, you don't even have to look at the search bar or trending. It is right on your timeline. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. So I do not blame you for looking at Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about our activities that we did. So just a layout of my day. 
is I woke up at 5 a.m. to go to yoga, and I got to the place at 5.50. It was being hosted at the McAllen Convention Center. Shout out, Valley People. And yeah, since it was an International Yoga Day, they were having a free yoga session. And I was kind of nervous because like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, when I try new stuff, I tend to go with another person. But this time, I went by myself. And so I was like on edge. Also, before I took this yoga class, I thought that yoga was so easy. Like, I feel like that's a common, I guess, thought, I guess, or misconception about yoga is like, oh, they're not doing anything. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I talked to my dad the night before the yoga session. And he's like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow for your podcast? And I was like, oh, I'm doing yoga and Elizabeth is doing swimming. He was like, oh, she's actually doing something. You're just doing yoga. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, yoga is like not doing anything. I feel like that's something a lot of people think. And I also kind of thought that when I went. Mm. But then we started the yoga and I quickly realized that yoga is like an actual workout. And you have to be flexible to do most of yoga. So it was difficult for me. Yeah, so valid. (laughs) Okay, also after each like yoga position there was three instructors so like they each took turns instructing the one hour class but after each yoga position the instructors would be like you can hold this position the way it is or you can like make it more advanced if like that's the type of yoga you practice and so we got to the point where people were doing all these crazy yoga poses and Mm -hmm. I was doing like downward dog like so basic (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and even then, I wasn't, like, struggling, but my legs were hurting because, like, I don't stretch. I don't work out on a daily basis. So that was a lot for me. But people were doing, I looked it up, and it's called the crow pose. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Okay, let me show you a picture. This Wait. is what a bunch of people were doing around me. I would also like to preface that probably 60% of this class was, like, 50-year-old women, and the rest was, like, younger women and some men and children. But this is what was going on. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's, that's, that is advanced. That is definitely advanced. For sure. And so, yeah, I was like, how are y'all doing this right now? Like, this is insane. Basically, the crow pose is when you put all your body weight on your hands And then you rest your knees on your elbows while your legs are in the air. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Not my personal favorite. But yeah. And then I was doing yoga poses wrong. (laughs) And I was like, I'm facing the opposite direction of everyone else. Oh my gosh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah. But it was fine. I also thought it was funny that there was a photographer going around and taking Mm. pictures for like the studio, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't take a single picture of me. Oh, that's so funny. And I thought it was so funny Mm -hmm. because I was like, you could tell that out of everyone there, I was like the most beginner. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was funny that he didn't take pictures of me. I was kind of like appreciative of that, though. You know, I was like, don't kick me while I'm down, right? Yeah, true. Wait, was this like an all levels class or? I guess it was more like a beginner's class. I did call the day before and I was like hey, I've never done yoga, what should I bring, and is this beginners? And they're like, yeah, this is like a beginners-friendly class, we're not going to do anything like 
crazy because there's like multiple different types of yoga so this is just like basics gotcha yeah so throughout the yoga session the instructors were telling us like all these affirmations and they're like you can do anything you put your mind to you're so strong and just stuff like that right so I wasn't really paying attention to what they were saying but then I got in my car and I was driving home and for some reason I was like you know what I can do anything I put my mind to (laughs) and I drove to a park and I was like I'm gonna run a mile I'm gonna do it because the instructors told me I can so I can I ran a lap around the park so out of breath chugged a water bottle I was like let me check my phone to see how long that was it was 0.2 miles. Nice, nice. And I was like, I physically cannot do any more of this. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, okay, maybe I can't do everything I put my mind to right now. Maybe later. And I got in my car and I went home. Love that. Yeah, that was my yoga experience. And I think the affirmations were a big part of it that I didn't realize until after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting that it like sat with you after the fact, like, That's really interesting. Yeah. Everyone was very nice, though. And I'm taking intro to yoga or beginning yoga class at UT next semester. And I'm very excited now because, you know, I already did my first class ever and it was good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's super exciting. And that's also really cool that you were just like, yeah, I'm going to go for a run. And you did it. Like, I don't know. That's really cool. And yeah, like you said, one day a mile will be easy work. Yeah, for sure. So, the big event. (laughs) The big event. Yes. Well, it was technically in two parts. So, the first part, like I said, haven't before then, I hadn't really known how to swim, like, at all. Like, I wouldn't say, yeah, I didn't know how to swim. So, yeah. Sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. But it was, I don't know, probably around six or so that we finally started going swimming. And there's this pool at my apartment, so that was nice. And there was, like, a few people there, like, the first time that we went. So, yeah, there was not that many people, which was really nice. Um, Because, yeah, I don't like doing things in front of people, especially if I don't know what I'm doing. But it was, like, pretty empty. And then my boyfriend, Diego, he helped teach me how to swim. And I didn't know this, or, like, I feel like I forgot about it, but... He did, like, swimming. I think it was, like, in middle school or something. Like, he was, like, on a swim team. So it was a pretty pretty good person to have instruct you. I was kind of nervous. I was like, I don't know. If someone just knows how to swim, but they're not, like, you know, if it's just, like, your friend Sam teaching you how to swim, like, mm-hmm. how well off are you going to be? But, yeah, so I felt like I was in good hands. Plus, we've been together for a while. So it's like, okay, he knows me. Like, I can be comfortable around him. So I feel like that was, like, a huge factor in, like, me learning how to swim. Let's see. We started off with the basics. Um, It took me a while (laughs) to even, like, move, like, two feet just because I was scared. But what really helped me was putting my head under the water first because I was like, oh, like, I don't want to drown. It was also the pool, the, like, deepest it went was, like, I think it was four feet. So it was not deep at all. So I could stand whenever I wanted. I'm, like, a little over five foot. Um, So I still had some, like space I guess to breathe yeah I don't know it just freaked me out even though I knew I could like stand up I was just like no I'm literally gonna drown and like sink to the bottom 
of like to the center of the earth. I was like, it's, I'm I'm gonna be gone. But once I like dunked my head under the water, I was like, okay, you know, not that bad, not that bad. It also kind of grosses me out. Like I don't know, I don't like public pools that much. But yeah, after I did that, it was a little bit better. But I recorded some tape for this. In the recording, you can hear me like freaking out, kind of, and it's kind of funny because I'm like laughing and like hyperventilating because I'm like, oh my god, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. So it took me maybe like an hour to like get a little further, but then once I got there, I was like, oh yeah, like this is it, like I'm good, I'm like, I'm I'm pumped. And so we started off with just like some basic like gliding kind of thing, kind of like the first style I was talking about like way back when I was like six years old we started with that and then we started kicking and I was like I'm moving I'm grooving like this is good this is good and then every so often he would like move a little further like down the pool or just like to the length of the pool so I can like swim further and then he was like okay like this is how you breathe underwater or like this is how you breathe like when you're swimming because I was like literally how am I gonna breathe yeah once I got that I feel like I was like in a good position and I feel like like I was saying I still look kind of (laughs) stupid swimming just because like the way you have to take your breath I feel like I look dumb like I feel like I was over exaggerating it (laughs) so I just look like really I don't know um y'all will see the see the evidence but yeah I feel like it was just getting over that like just dunk your head underwater like it'll be fine like just you're good it's three feet it's four feet whatever and then I don't know I feel like the the baby steps really helped instead of just like diving straight in doing something crazy so yeah and like I said I feel like it also helped just having someone like I knew and like trusted he was a good instructor you know very very affirming to whenever I was free now he's like just breathe you know you're good like you can just stand up (laughs) or like he would like help me stand up when I was like I can't move my legs like I'm floating like help so yeah I feel like definitely if you don't know how to swim if it's taking you a while just dunk your head underwater for a little bit just breathe for like five seconds that's probably why it's the first stage you know (laughs) and then yeah just just do it in little baby steps have someone you can trust you know because you literally can die so yeah yeah (laughs) have someone you trust but yeah it was good and it was just like really fun because yeah it's like I have so many opportunities now like I'm still not that great but I can like go canoeing and go kayaking I can surf you know yeah but the second part which is kind of making me a little doubtful for surfing (laughs) but the second part was going to Barton Springs so little story Um, me and Dacia it was like Labor Day weekend I think and it's July now. We went to Barton Springs, which is this big pool in Austin. It's like a natural spring. And the deepest it goes is like... 18 feet. 18 feet. So the second part of this challenge or this activity of mine was to at least like go into the deeper end. Because when we went, it was, we were like in that three feet area mm-hmm. again, once again, three feet, four feet. But this last time we went night swimming, which is fun because it's free. So if you're in Austin night swimming is free starting at nine they do close at 10 though so yeah we went and there wasn't that many people like there definitely was people but not as much as you would go like during the day so it was nice that there wasn't that many people but the I guess like goal for that session was to tread water which is like if you don't know it's like basically if you're just like floating in one place it's like knowing how to float like you just move your arms and kick your legs like in one spot um so you don't like sink I guess. And that one didn't go very well. 
because we just went to the five foot area. And because I'm like five one, five two, I had to be on my tippy toe. So I was like, okay, this is like a good spot to be. But it just like freaked me out a little too much. I was like, I can't, like I'm sinking. Like I was freaking out. Also, I guess because like, I don't know, it just seemed like there was like an endless abyss beneath me, even though there wasn't. But yeah, I kind of tried to do it, but it just wasn't the best. But I don't know. I guess I was just happy that I did it. Maybe not where I wanted to be, but didn't nonetheless. At least I tried, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how it went. At least I know how to swim better than I did, you know, at the start of June. I feel like even though you're not at like, you know, Michael Phelps level swimming or anything, and you just like know the basics, I think the best thing to take away from this is that mentally you feel so much more comfortable in the water than you did before. That is true. I think, yeah, that's like the biggest thing ever because it's like what you were saying. Like now you have so many opportunities. And Austin, for those of you who don't know, has a lot of lakes. So there's a lot of water activities to do here. And so that's like a whole new area for you to explore now. Yeah, that's so true. Because I feel like a lot of times people, especially in the summer, like, oh, let's go swimming or let's go kayaking or whatever on Ladybird Lake. And I'm like, damn, like, can't go. But now I feel at least a little bit better. Still, like, you know, whatever. But at least better, like, at least I feel like if I was sinking or something, I'm like, okay, I've done this before. Like, I know at least the movement that I need to do. Whereas, yeah, before I'd be like, oh, that's it. Bye, Liz. That's, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So... What would you say is a water activity you're most looking forward to now that you have this skill? Like possibilities are endless or realistically? Let's do both. Okay. Ooh, now I'm thinking of like a bunch of stuff. Uh, local at least. Yeah, kayaking on Ladybird Lake or what the other one where you're like standing on a little board. Paddle boarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that. I was going to say, and you have a little paddle. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, a paddle boarding would be fun. Um, I feel like that would be fun to do in Austin. Or I was going to say, like, snorkeling would be fun, too. I don't think you can do that in Austin. But somewhere else. And then possibilities are endless. I would do surfing. Surfing would be really cool. I think we were talking about it one time. Like, I, I don't know. There was that era where there were a lot of surfing movies. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to learn how to surf so bad. So maybe one day, you know. Liz and Dacia take on San Diego. Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I guess, I don't know if this happens to you, but I don't know. There's some days we're just not in the mood. Like, I feel like that Thursday when I did it, I was like, I already failed the, like, phone challenge. Like, this is not going well. And then I was like, oh, I just wasted, like, a day because I I failed the phone challenge. Like, I could have been doing work because, I don't know. I was like, like, why did I do this? Like, I should have done this, like, another time or just, like, I don't know. I was just kind of, like, annoyed. I was, like, in such a bad mood, (laughs) actually. I remember I was, like, I don't know. It wasn't good. But then after, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so good. Like, I feel so... I just felt like so light, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I don't know if it was because I was like working out, you know, endorphins or whatever, or if it was because like, yeah, literally after like 21 years, finally, finally learned how to swim. So I don't know. It was just really nice. And it was kind of nice that I was like, now I'm in a good mood, you know, like it was just kind of nice to not feel bad, (laughs) you know, so 
Yeah, that was me after yoga too, actually. Because Mm -hmm. the night before I had to do yoga, I actually only got three hours of sleep. And I woke up at 5 a.m. and got ready for yoga. And so on the way over there, I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Like, I just want to be at home sleeping. I don't want to do a workout. But then afterwards, like I was telling you, I was like, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. Everything is possible. And it did feel so nice to start the day off with a workout because I was like, I'm already productive. Mm -hmm. Like I did something great for my body today, good for my mind. And it just wanted me like it made me want to keep that ball rolling for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like, sorry, I'm not that close to Mike. Um, like that happens to me a lot of the times. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, like I just don't feel like it. Like I don't want to do anything, like whatever. And then I'm like, damn, I feel bad for not doing anything and whatever. So it's just nice to know, like maybe I'm not going to go swimming all the time or whatever, but there's like options to... I don't know, kind of pick you up. Like, it literally was, like, a pick-me-up. Like, I felt, like, so energized and, like, just literally happy after that. It was, like, really nice. I'm like, damn, this is why people work out, (laughs) you know? Like, shoot, this is why, I don't know, those morning run people, maybe they're onto something. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, that is really nice to, like, have something new to add to your, like, self-care routine or, like, another option. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just kind of hard for me personally to, like, actually do it which I guess is why it's nice that we're doing this episode because it's like okay we have to do this like we have to put this out so it's Mm -hmm. like I'm kind of forced to but yeah yeah because yeah I feel like sometimes it's hard to like actually get up you know which is fair sometimes like you just need to rest but yeah yeah I feel like there's other reasons why we're doing this podcast like that's obviously the main reason for us personally, but I feel like we're also doing it to like show other people that like, listen, I did yoga and I wasn't good at it, (laughs) but it was fun. I had a good time. I felt good afterwards and I'm glad that I tried it. And so I think that's another reason why, you know, we decided to do this podcast is to tell other people that they should try things too, because you never know what you're going to get out of it and how it'll expand your life in many ways. I feel like it's also nice, too, that, like, you know, maybe there are going to be episodes where you do something crazy, but I feel like it's nice to know that you don't have to do something crazy to feel good or, like, I don't know, get up and get out. But, yeah, like, swimming, that's, like, such a simple thing. Or, like, yoga, it is intense, but it is, like, something at least a little bit more accessible. Like, you can watch a YouTube video or something like that. So it's nice that, like, yeah, maybe you don't have to go skydiving or, like, I don't know, do something crazy. Because I feel like kind of that, too, is, like, a barrier for many ways, but it might just seem so daunting. It's like, I can't do that. Like, there's no way I can do that. But I don't know. It's just, like, those baby steps. I think going back to stereotypes that people have about yoga, about it not being a workout and stuff like that, I also think that that's something the series could be good for, is that, like, don't just try stuff that you think is too hard for you to do, but also try stuff that you, like, clown on sometimes, you know? (laughs) That you're like, why do people do that? Like, who knows? Maybe you'll do it, and you'll be one of those people that become obsessed with it. Because there has to be something to it if people are doing it, you know? Yeah, so true. So true. I think that's pretty much, like, a summary 
of our activities and Liz and Dacia go offline. I think it went well. It was a success. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know. I'm just really excited for the series because, yeah, I feel like it's going to make me do stuff, you know? Like I said, I feel like I'm always counting myself out or just being like, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but I'm actually like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, you know, even if I'm like, I don't want to do this. But, yeah. Yeah. I should have brought this up earlier, but it just came to me. I feel like whenever I meet people, they're always like, oh, yeah, I do this and I do that. And they just do so many things. I don't do anything because I'm not willing to, like, maybe be embarrassed or suck at something. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm also glad we're doing this series because now when I talk to people, I'll be one of those people that's like, yeah, I've done this before and I've done that before. And it'll be really cool and it'll... Yeah, I feel like... I know we said we already had our thoughts, but I feel like that's kind of a good thing to keep in mind is like, yeah, it's okay that you're going to be embarrassed. Like it's... I don't know. Being embarrassed sucks, but at least you're trying something. Or I think I used to do color guard for all of my color guard people out there. Um, And I don't know. You have to do like all these crazy tosses and stuff. Or like there's... um, I don't know. Obviously, there's people that know how to do way more than you. And one thing um, that I remember my instructor saying was, like, you kind of just have to go in knowing that, like, you're not going to know. Or, like, I guess just kind of being, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know anything. Like, I'm kind of stupid right now. Like, I don't, you know. So I feel like sometimes remembering that, yeah, I'm not the best. Like, I don't know. Like, going in that you don't know anything means you're going to learn rather than being like, oh, I know everything or, like, I know, like, I'm good. Like, kind of just being humble about it, I guess, than trying to be like, oh, I got it. Like, I don't need help, you know? I feel like sometimes people need to remember it's okay to ask for help, even though it might feel uncomfy. For sure. It'll make you have a more fun experience. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of just feels better when you're, like, accepting that you don't know rather than being like, oh, I should know this and I don't, so I feel bad or, like, I'm embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, on that note, next episode is in the works. Should we just give a little hint about what it is? Yeah. Trying to think outside the box for a hint, (laughs) if you know what I mean. (laughs) That was perfect. Thank you. That was the greatest hint. Let's just say that y'all are going to be hooked in for this episode. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, I guess the other thing we wanted to mention, if you listened to our last episode of Ramble On, um, it was really good. So if you haven't listened to it, you should. But we also mentioned a super secret, I guess it's not so secret, but super fun thing we're doing. We're having a survey just to see what we can do better as a podcast and maybe like some other stuff y'all want to hear. Um, and if you fill out the survey, you get a free sticker and they're really cute. They're actually very, very cute. Um, and you're definitely going to want a sticker. So yeah, fill out the survey when it comes out. Feel free to let us know how you think this new format is going for the summer series. If you have things you want us to try in the summer series. And yeah, we'll be taking a look at the responses pretty frequently. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, I hope y'all had fun listening to our adventures. And y'all should have an adventure of your own and go try something you've never done before. Yeah, love it. Try something new. Tell us about it. Maybe we'll ask on Instagram Mm -hmm. what you tried. But until next time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to At Least We Tried from Ramble On. Ramble On is a podcast by Drift Magazine, a student-run outdoors and environmental publication at the University of Texas. Edited and produced by Dacia Garcia and Elizabeth Jimenez. Follow our Instagram at RambleOnATX for the latest on At Least We Tried and our other podcasts.